What does it mean to live an international life, an international career? What does it mean for you as a leader? Well, I spend 50% of my life working far from home. So in this episode, I really want to share with you in an insight, few things about mindset behaviors that really help me go through my international career, but also as a reflection for you, either you're in front of a choice right now to leave your own country, or maybe you are in your country, you want to figure out you know, what is the best way to deal with the current situation. So stay with me. I'm going to share eight interesting findings and learning from me. I'm sure you're going to like it and going to find it useful. So let's give it a go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. So in today's episode, I want to share a part of my story. And, um, and it's very relevant because unless you listen to one of my previous, uh, well, actually, one of the, my very early episodes, that I explain a bit more my story and I share, you know, what I went through. And anyway, so I think it's, it's relevant for you to know, you know, that I spent 50% of my life really living far from home. So I've been really kind of, in, you know, um, a nomad. So someone that has, li- you know, has lived really in so many different countries, mainly for work. And just I followed... Uh, engagements, uh, career opportunities, uh, assignments, before as a corporate leader, then as a consultant. And uh, I ended up living in three different continents, seven different countries. Uh, and that was before landing to London, where I live, and where I, and I was, you know, I've been here for now 10 years. Now, I don't really want to talk more about my my experiences abroad that's less relevant for you but what i think is interesting is actually explain to you what i really learned about mindset and behaviors by being someone again lived and worked in so many different countries where you know conditions were very very different and also where culture has a huge major impact on life work performance so either you are someone considered an expatriate or someone that's you know is ready to you know leave your own country to go somewhere else or you're open for opportunities or currently you're living in a different countries i'm sure that you will agree with me on some of my findings but also i think the learnings are useful really for everyone to see how can we adapt better in a country that is different than ours, in a culture that is different than where we grew up, okay? So these are what we're looking for. So it's a short episode, but I think there are eight points I would like to share with you. So let me go through one by one. So number one is, I really believe that we need to become a sort of an anthropologist. Look, there is no booklet or guideline for fitting into a new culture. Um, too many people move around countries as I did or as I do, or maybe I will do again, without spending enough time understanding the culture of the new country and the company they work for. Because look, there are two different cultures at play. One is the country's culture and the other one is the company culture. Now, the company culture in, in a specific country is definitely shaped by the society, by the culture that is around the company itself but in the reality there are other rules 
they are very unique and are part of the way how people work in organizations. So really, is becoming an anthropologist means really be very curious about how how norms and behaviors, you know, are at place. You know, well, why are relevant and why people do what they do and why people work in a specific manner. So sometimes we disregard, you know, different norms and behavior just because they're different than what we are used to. And that is a mistake if you really want to adapt in a new area. Number two is, to me as a learning is, don't really take things for granted. So the big mistake uh, that you can make is to assume that what people think or mean when you deal with them. So this is a universal law, by the way, but it's more important when you deal with different cultures and languages. So my point is really stop assuming and start really asking for clarification. So when I say clarification is, look, any country, every country is, you know, the, the culture of countries is so different and sometimes people, they think that you understand what they say, but actually you don't. And you assume that what they said is something and they might have an incredible domino effect on the things that we do and the way how we do things. So it really is following the first point that was more about curious learning here is more about don't take things for granted. So it's better that you ask twice rather than just start assuming. Okay. Number three is really invest in your communication skills. That sounds, you know, logic sounds okay. I know it, but let me tell you a bit more what I mean with that. It's not just about the language. It's the gestures, tone, ways of talking. So posing, listening, asking questions. So when you live and work abroad, you will experience more misunderstandings. Really, believe me. So invest more time and efforts in mastering your communication. And by the way, that is great for an expatriate. That is great for a manager. That is great for a director, for an executive. It's great for a CEO. It's great for everyone. So really, my, my question to you is, are you a master communicator? And if not, what is missing? And what are you really planning to do? Because that is really what matters today. And I, you know, I, I work with a lot of leaders that definitely they are not master communicators. You know, they, again, they take things for granted or they underestimate the importance of the words that they use. So to me, that is probably the area where if you invest your time, effort, money, you will really get an incredible return on investment. So that's number three. So let me go to number four. So fit in is an expectation. And that's interesting. So you should really spend time learning the culture, but people around you don't wait as long. So especially, you know, in the organization. So they expect you to fit in immediately. So they don't see the hard work that you do behind the scenes to adapt your way to the new context. It could be learning a language, but also it could be, you know, try to adapt to be flexible and try to understand, you know, how people work in an organization. And again, look, believe me, so many times you will hear people from HR, other leaders in organizations are going to tell you, no worries, we'll give you time, you will have time, we don't expect anything in the beginning, you know, just chill out, learn, etc. No, that's really far from reality. I mean, at the moment, I think the current pace of complexity, change in organization, in the society, in business, it requires a very, very quick learning, understanding. So, Although they might say, don't worry, we have time, my personal suggestion 
try to fit in as soon as possible. Make it your mission. Right, so let's go number five, adapt, but don't trade your values. Adapting is important, but stay through to your core values and virtuous behaviors because it's really easy to get off track by following someone else's path, for example. So don't change to please others to feel more included. Actually, change only if this is necessary for your personal growth. And that is critical, right? Because especially when you, when you change country, and you live in, you, in, in a country that has so different values as a society, it's so easy, you know, with, with the idea of fitting in to trade your own values to accept other people's value, right? Just because you really want to fit in. Well, that is a mistake. So there is always something that is important to learn. So there are actually positive values and behaviors that you must learn. But never, really, never trade your own value because that is your identity. Unless you want to change your identity, but that is a different matter. So if you want to, that's great. If you want, if you don't want to, well, trading your own values is absolutely risky for yourself. First of all, so let's go to number six. Six, six is don't bring your own country, and that's funny because many expats rebuild their own country in a new country where they live at, at the moment. So if you see how they behave or go to their houses, for example. It's like they never left. It's a little China, it's little Italy, it's little France, it's little Britain, or whatever. It's the syndrome. So you will always really miss home, but you will never fit in by rebuilding your past. And I have so many stories when I lived in Norway, in Egypt, in Africa, where people, they recreated their own country, at, you know, really at home. So when you go to their houses, it's like that everything is exactly as they could have or what normally have in their own house, in their own country. So and what they also do, they socialize only with people that, again, they're in the same nationality, same origins or whatever. But that's not really a good way to fit in. That's not really a good way to learn other cultures. So that is potentially a mistake. They're going to make you feel comfortable, but they're not really make you feel better by learning others um great so let's go to number seven number seven is never forget your origins so you will make new friends expand your network and learn a bunch of new things but never forget your past your friends or your country your past form your thinking and create your identity so forgetting your origins is just a way to hide your true self i think it's right look Sometimes maybe we want to disconnect with the past. We want to, maybe, you know, we did not have a great, you know, great place where we, we grew up. Maybe we, the reason why now you, you are an expat or you're living abroad is just actually because you want to, you know, leave your past behind. But still, right, these are your origins. So that's, you know, that at some point, and I'm, I'm sure that you thought already about this, at some point you, you might want to go back or you want to, you know, close that loop. You know, they they brought you so far away at some point, especially when you get in your maybe late forties or the fifty. Then it's normally very natural that you want to come back. So, in going back to your own country, for example, after that you disregarded, you for, you forgot your origins. It's not really actually help you at all to fit in then in the past context. So. And that's, I think, it's important balance for everyone to remember. And finally, number eight, be prepared to feel lonely. And that's probably the, the ultimate truth about being an expat or living abroad. So, you, you know, you can get lonely when you live abroad, really. 
every time you move, you need to start from scratch, new friends, new colleagues, new neighbors. And the older you get, the harder it becomes. Not because you are not social anymore. It's just because it's, you know, it's, it's normal, you know, having more challenges to, to find and, and build friendships. So commit to building your social life as soon as you start a new journey. I think that's important. If you're kids, that's, you know, it's easy, a little bit easier because there are schools. But if you don't have kids, well, you have to do something more. You have to be more proactive. So don't wait, you know, people coming to you, especially if you are going to go if you live already in a bigger city. So as a summary, as a final observation for me, look, living abroad, for me at least, has been an incredible gift. Incredible. But it's not a plug-and-go thing, you know. Be ready to make sacrifices. So, but again, you know, the question is, what are you willing to sacrifice to have an experience that for me has been transformational? So, look, if I look back, I would have done exactly the same thing. That's it. And, of course, along the way, you can make different choices. But who, who I am right now is a byproduct of the experience that I had. So if you're ready for that, take it. So if you're in front of a choice, my personal advice, take it. It's your life. It's your decision. But honestly, it's so enriching living so many different countries, cultures, and you become a better version of yourself. It's easy. With all the, you know, with all the cons and all the challenges and risks that you will face along the way. But hey, if you want to grow yourself, you want to stretch yourself out of your comfort zone, that's definitely a way to do it. <laughs> so guys, so tell me what you think. I mean, it's an interesting topic. I I wear the maybe, maybe not all of you today are interested to discuss about being an expat or living or, or having an international career. But look, if you're ambitious, if you if you're a guy that wants to have a career, important career that is gonna make an impact. At some point, I'm sure you will have an international experience in your path. So I think hopefully, you know, this eight suggestion would be useful for you to consider, reconsider either you're in front of a, of a choice like this or as a reflection of your own life and see whether, you know, you learn what was needed and maybe to learn a little bit more now that you know. So let me know your your thoughts. Really, really always very happy to speak with people that have a similar experiences so shoot me a message online on linkedin that would be great but also if you like the show remember so a free quick thing from me if you can so leave a message or leave a reply or write a reply so that's the way how we can grow the show so guys thank you so much and looking forward to talk with you again next thursday mm-hmm.